The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who going this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Quarter Last Sports Talk. We are live in the studio today. Uh, Alex Clancy is running a little late. I'll let you know how late he's running when we get to that point. Jim Lachey is in the studio. News today is... This is my news today. Tiger Woods is healthy and pain-free. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to see him come back. That is not the headline news. That's just what I'm going to talk about first since... That's a headline. Well, no, the headline news is... Well, yeah, there's a bigger, it's, it's a bigger it's, story it's, okay. out there, but... The, the bigger story in our profession... Depending on what you like, I guess. I mean, depending on what your favorite sport is. Because we talked about soccer yesterday, and that's not my favorite sport. I played soccer as a kid, but I don't follow, I don't follow it as much until every four years. And, that, and that's during World Cup time. Um, and there's a lot of intricate parts that goes into why I follow it, um, who's involved with it. You know, after watching the game Sunday, the uh, U.S.-United States versus Portugal – now I can't wait till Thursday to see what happens. And there's a lot of things about they play to a draw, yeah. United States and Germany, that they're in. Um, but I don't, I don't know if Germany being a better team, I don't know if you really want to play for, to a draw. You want to, because there are some relations with the, the two teams as far as the coach, the coach of the United States team was the Germany head coach and the assistant coach for Germany, well, the head coach for Germany was his assistant coach, and they are like good friends. Sometimes this stuff worked. There's been talk about uh, that. I think in the Netherlands or uh, someone did it before. But you want to beat the team. You want to come out and beat, especially Germany playing to a uh, well, it wasn't a draw, but uh, the last team they played gave them a run for their money, and they was way far better than that team. So you don't want to prove to come out. And, let the United States that we're here to play. We, it, if it ends up in the draw, it's a draw, but we're coming out here to, to smash it. Yeah, the, the German team, they beat, who they played, Ghana last time? Yeah, I think, I think Ghana it was the, gave the them a country run for of Ghana. And, uh, I mean, in the U.S., you know, they pretty much dominated against the Ghana team. Plus, you got a, you got a kind of like an inside Belichick-type situation going on with Klinsman over here with the U.S. now. So, uh, that makes the stakes even more better. It gives U.S., I think, a more confident, better chance, definitely with a young group of Young uh, athletes. I, I thought, um, you know, watching the game Sunday, to go back to Sunday, United States versus Portugal, I thought the United States dominated that game also. I know it started off fast yeah. with Portugal scoring uh, within, the, within the first four minutes, uh, first three to four minutes. That started off fast. And you think, like, all right, what kind of game this going to be? But um, uh, going going forward, I thought they dominated the game. The United States dominated that game. But just you can't – you got to play till it's over. Right. As we saw it in the final minutes, where Portugal tied the game, tied the ball game, the soccer game up, and that was and that was crucial. But now you have Germany 
versus the United States or the United States versus Germany. Uh, and there's a lot of excuses where we play here, they play there. I, I don't like what coaches and teams get into that. The field is still the same. The schedule is what it is. You knew what the schedule was going to be. If you would have beat Portugal, this wouldn't have been no issue. You Well, regardless, they're playing different places. The yeah, rainforest. That, that doesn't or, matter. Hey, you, when you line up, line your guys up. Yeah, line them up that, and play. That's what you signed up for. You signed up to travel, play, play soccer, play Anywhere. European football. And I, I guess out of doors not playing uh, in this game. But somebody, you know what? To me, it's always next man up. That's why you build a team. You build a roster. You you do have some guys that do some things better against other teams. But if you're not in and the second guy comes up, then it's his turn. And yeah. He has to play like the starter. Or there's a reason why you have him on your team. So he has to step up. But that wasn't the big news I wanted to talk about. That wasn't? That was, is, that's big news. Let me say that's good news. Big news is Tiger Woods. He's yeah. on. He's on. He's on. A, he's on a pain-free uh, workout. He's ready to compete this week at the uh, Nationals, uh, PGA. But compete, I don't know. Uh, the guy is surgical. He is one of the best at what he do for does for a living. <clears throat> but I. But it does take. And I'm a golfer. I'm not the Tiger Woods golfer. I'm not that guy. Um, but you do have to play golf all the time. To be good at your game, you have to play golf. Now, I could take five months off of golf and come back and shoot a great score, and I could play again the next day and shoot the worst score ever. Mm-hmm. You just take all the bad habits out, the, out your game. And Tiger Woods, you know, he's, he's surgical as, as far as working his way around courses. Now, I'm glad to see and hear that he's finally, like, you know, feeling healthier. Like, you, you know, last few, last few years, last few months, you really didn't hear that out of Tiger. No. And he finally... Uh, Gained some truth to himself and took some time off that he really needed. I think he needed this about two years ago, but he had the whole controversy he was going through, and he just had to keep playing through that, which I understand. Uh, when he played in, and I say this, 2008 was a long time ago. Yeah, well, that was his last major. But when he was hurt with those other ailments, that he should have took a year off. It's and it's hard to say because it's golf, um, and and now that he's pain free, and you're right. You've always heard Tiger say something is nagging him here or something nagging him there. Um, but why don't you just take the, the – a lot of these events were courses that he dominated. He feel like the, the experience and knowledge he have on those courses in the game that he still has to compete and the passion he still has to compete will get him through. But when you look at these young guys, it's Bubba Watson, uh, so, not so much young, but when you look at Bubba Watson and, and these uh, – Jordan Speed, look at these guys coming along. These you got seventeen, eighteen year old guys competing with the. I mean, golf is golf. Yeah. Uh, experience is one thing that'll get you over as far as knowing courses, knowing the layouts, or uh, knowing where to place balls, put balls, uh, which club selection. But in that caddy comes into play. But Tiger Woods, been, Tiger Woods being hurt a lot, and 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 now he's pain free, ready to compete. Compete is one thing. That's a whole different. I don't know. There's different levels of competition. And I don't know he being out having back surgery. He had a spasms, and then he, you know his everything that was wrong with him. Competing has different levels. He knowing these courses, I like to see how he come back because you got to imagine he just set out and just maybe chip and putt. But now he's taking full swings with no pain. And who knows to say a month into the his recovery, a month into him playing, when those pains gonna start coming back or if they will come back. Or has he changed his swing up where he doesn't swing the same, he doesn't generate those pains and those movements anymore? Well, we're going to find out here pretty soon at this next uh, championship coming up. Uh, 
What is it in the next few weeks? Yeah, two, yeah, yeah, two weeks, something like that. Uh, yeah, this week, this week's uh, the national. Oh, okay, the yeah. Quicken loans. Yeah. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. that is this week. That's so, this week. Yeah, we're gonna find out about all that swing. Look like he gained some weight though. I'm just seeing him on camera a little bit. Look like he been on that Charmers diet a little bit. <laughs> he gained some weight in the I, face. I, oh, that's like, uh, that Charmers diet is not good. That Charmers that Charmers diet have you sitting on the sideline, <laughs> have you watching somebody host up a trophy. Or, or not playing for the first three quarters of a, of a major game, uh, and Tiger don't, <laughs> and Tiger don't have three three days to waste. You only getting two days to prove if you can play the next two days. Very so, true. Yeah. But, that, but you know we talking about Tiger Woods. So yeah, I, I, Tiger Woods, like Kobe Bryant, you can't discount those guys. I don't care what the situation is, how how high the odds are stacked up against them, you don't discount those guys. They find a way to get through. Uh, and on the Kobe Bryant, I can't wait to see how he, this adversity, how he handles this adversity, like Tiger Woods, how he handled this adversity and not winning the major since 2008. He's been in positions a couple of times, yeah. and, but fell off. And I have no idea why that is, um, but how a Kobe Bryant now can face an uh, adversity from two years of not being Kobe Bryant. Well, Tiger wanted to come back. You you don't really. I don't really see that out of Kobe right now. I'm, I'm I'll just be surprised if he put on another Laker jersey. Kobe? Yeah. <laughs> For real? No. I, I mean, you saying honest, something different now? You saying I'm not being no different? I mean, yeah. Of course, he he loves the game. Of course, he you know he can't stay away from it. He, he has the impact of a. I understand that. Yeah, because don't you think that. Somebody like Kobe will finish his finish. He'll honor that contract. I, I just think, I think Kobe, just who he is, how he is, he seemed like one of the few players that will honor his contract. But he's not going to be silly about it. And if it was, if it, <laughs> if it benefited the Lakers more than Kobe, but to me, I think this is a win-win. To me, I think the Lakers, and just for lack of a better word, or for the, you know, this probably might be the wrong word, did him a favor, giving him a two years because I don't know. You know, you do oh, yeah, that. That's definitely a favorite. Yeah, but you do that to a guy lifelong longer for your team. So I don't know if I don't know if Kobe not put on the Lakers jersey <laughs> or finish up in the Lakers jersey. I think he finishes up in the Lakers jersey. He's gonna finish up in the Lakers jersey. Don't get me wrong, but it's just when is that help gonna come? When is it gonna be needed? When that help come, he'll be gone. When that help come, he I think that's the next time he'll put one on. Because right now he's been sitting out. He's been saying, "Yeah, I'm 100 percent until we get some help in L.A." He's 100 right now. Kobe said, help. <laughs> and it was only a, a fracture, so you could take some things to, to strengthen that bone. I've had fractures, um, and you know, you take something that now that, like my my ankle, was fractured. It's a solid. My ankle, the bottom of my ankle, is a solid bone now. It's like the calcium and build mm-hmm. up right now. It's just a solid bone. It's like a Wolverine. I got some wolf, wolf in my blood. <laughs> it's a solid, solid bone now. So I don't know if that's good for Kobe having a solid bone, but I, I think it's good if he's been running on a, first of all, his Achilles. Yeah. Uh, How was that? He don't ever talk about that. He don't talk about that, but he will talk about it this year because as you get older and what you're doing for for a living, unless he's revamped the game, and, I, and I've seen Kobe revamp this game, he mm-hmm. has that Jordan-like mentality. I know I can't drive anymore. I know I'm not, I don't need to be dunking at the gym. 12-footer, pop and drop, get down, play a little defense. Um, the Achilles is going to come into effect because when you move real quick, that was great when you was, when you was younger, but as you get older, when you have a sudden move, because it's all reactionary, sport. These sports are all reactionary. You have a sudden move. If that Achilles not, if it's not right, 
that's going to pop or it's going to strain. And once it's strained, and you might have already been playing on a strained one, it's just a matter of time of when it's going to pop. Yeah. But this knee situation, is just a, it was a fractured bone in his knee, right? Yeah, it was a fracture. That was about six, seven games trying to come back from the Achilles. And Achilles looked good. Yeah, it did. So now he has more time to rest. But the thing is, he has more time to rest. He haven't been playing on it. So I don't know how strong or, or the strength of that Achilles, how he's coming back from that. Because it was only six games and he didn't do a whole lot. Yeah. So, But I know I think he ends up in a Lake of Jersey. That's why I think <laughs> Tiger Woods. In 2015, I'm guaranteeing, I'm betting everybody that Tiger Woods win a major. Win a major? Win a major in 2015. He should have won one in 2013, mm. but I'm 2015. You yeah, let that one go. Yeah, he 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 <laughs> wins a major in 2015. Because that's all I don't. With everything that's going on with him, why are you coming back? I know one the main reason, and I'm not even saying the love of the game. I'm saying he's reached a certain pinnacle where there's one thing he needs to overcome, and that's Jack Nicklaus's records. Definitely. So he needs that's four more majors. And t- what how was the Tiger? Tiger was 37, 38. Tiger, uh, he can't yeah. be close to 40. Damn, that's, that's I don't know Tiger's uh, age. He's a little bit before my time of his age range. but You don't know Tiger was like that? I know Tiger Woods like that. I know his game. I don't know the age. and so you didn't I don't see know too Tiger much of the Stanford years. I don't know too much of the. What? <laughs> that's the stuff you got to go back and yeah, research I, and look at. That's I mean, the, I read and seen the highlights about it, but, you know, I, I don't know his age. I watched this guy since he was a. I watched an infant. Him. He was the, on the infant on the nah, TV shows. No, nah, I'm not that old. I watched the highlights of those. <laughs> now I watched. Uh, yeah, I watched him. I saw him at Stanford. I saw him at the uh, the uh, amateur open, the US yeah. Open, where he won all those amateurs. Um, and then I saw him in 1997, his first major at the Masters. Tiger Woods is. You just watched this guy, and and the first thing. Early in his career, it was more feared, and people just feared him, it, or they was in awe of him. He's mm-hmm. such a young guy. And where, where this guy come from? We've seen him at the Open. We've, we've seen a lot of guys come out amateur opens, uh, amateur tournaments, and just fall off. When is the guy gonna fall off? And he went on a nice little run until uh, I can't think of the uh, Asian golfer. Um, I know who he is. I just can't picture see his name. When when he beat Tiger Woods, it was it was downhill from there. Everybody yeah. started. Say, oh, we got a chance. <laughs> we got, you know, you beat somebody, uh, you beat the bully up. We say, now nah, I want to fight you next, bully. <laughs> everybody like, want, everybody want a chance. Like, at like him. the Mike Tyson, you can. Yeah, when you watch that, to Mike Tyson. Exactly. <laughs> now I was ready to fight Mike Tyson after uh, uh, what's Buster his name? Douglas. Buster Douglas <laughs> got him in Japan. I think they were in Japan. Beat him up in Japan. I was ready, but Mike Tyson was out in the club and doing all craziness. He was yeah. doing some nonsense. Um. But no, that's not the big news. The big news we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about it at the break. I don't even know when break is. I don't know how they, four, three, two, one. I haven't seen 30 <laughs> seconds yet. So <laughs> um, we will talk about LeBron James opting out. Is, is it a big deal or not? Um, so let's take a quick break and we'll come right back. Nope, haven't been getting it. Kwame Sports Talk, Denver Lachey, Alex is B. We'll talk about Alex later. Yeah. We'll be right Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
the job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's come on. Let's play Drug Code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug School. Yeah. Are we going to play porn and music or not? This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Discretion is advised. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports welcome back to the formula sports talk we're live 888-346-9144 it's the number if you want to call in join the show uh demory shade in the studio um i don't know if you heard this but all pro defensive back all pro punt returner for the arizona Cardinals, patrick peterson um and Antonio Cremonte, people are saying they are an overrated duo. Who said that? Somebody crazy. Somebody crazy. Hi, but, ooh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cremonte. You can't, man. This, now, I'm, I'm going to say Cremonte is better than P- Peterson, but Peterson is cold-blooded. So now, how do you say, I don't say better, just as good. He has that dog in him, um, Cremonte. Um, but Patrick Peterson, how could you say this guy now, you didn't say he was overrated. You say as a duo. As a duo. They were overrated. First of all, how could you say that when they never played a down together? They've never played a down together. And this is what I don't like about sports. Outside looking in, you'll take one guy and Cremonte, and you've, you've seen him in San Diego. You've seen him in New York. Um, and, you, and you have an opinion about him. And then you have an opinion. You watch, we've only watched Patrick um, here in Arizona. So you put them together, and then you got you have individual p- opinions on both of those guys, and you say as a duo that they're overrated. They're definitely not overrated. You, not you probably even. got the best two like overall athletic together defensive backs in the NFL because Camardi he, he can play offense too. Yeah, he, he can he can punt return, kickoff return too. You now, got two elite athletes. Now they're not saying Patrick Peters is overrated. They're not saying oh they throwing a shot at him. They're not saying uh, Antonio Camardi. Is overrated. They saying together, together, and they haven't even played a down. But yeah, I, I hope Patrick <laughs> Peterson do not play offense this year. No, he, he's definitely I, not. I hope he do not play offense this year. I hope he ball out of control on defense. Do a little bit of punt returning, but hope um, uh, Tyron Matthew comes back so he can do the punt returning. Yeah. Um, but that he solidify himself as a 
one of the top corners that ever come through Arizona, one of the top corners that ever played a game, because he still has time to do that. Uh, if he stays on pace on what he's doing, he still has time because he goes to all the tough receivers. He don't play that right and left corner. He's a what Aeneas Williams was to us. He's not Aeneas Williams, but he was a what Aeneas was to us. Mm-hmm. He went to the best receiver and just took him out the game, and, and that was a lot of talk early in um, early in the in the season. You know the the uh, football season where the boy in um, Seattle. Doing all that talking, yeah, it was Sherman. comparing, yeah, Richard Sherman is comparing who's the best. We you can't really. This is like football on football crime. <laughs> you why are you saying you can say you're the best? You're supposed to, but that a, a big contract don't make you the best. It, it makes you the best on your team. Maybe it makes you great. And and I like Richard Sherman because he is good. Yeah, but I also like guys who go who travel, who goes to the best receiver. Yeah, you, can, you can't knock. You can never knock um, Patrick Peterson's game. I don't care if you're Richard Sherman, uh, Hayden out there in Cleveland. Hayden is cold blooded. Joe Hayden, I don't, like yeah, he's cold blooded. But you know, he, he's not knocking other guys. Mm-hmm. You don't knock. You don't throw salt at a man who who goes both ways on plays on both sides of the field and who does what you do. And and the reason <laughs> why you talking about him because you know he's good. Because you know he knows that they're coming. Right. Why would you? And Richard Sherman not needs to calm down as far as. Even going at another defensive back or saying you the greatest, I, and I know, but that's his mentality. The guy, to me, he's self-made, and 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 I don't know Richard Sherman like that. But I'm I'm looking at if I, if I just read about some some little blips of Richard Sherman, I'm like that's a self-made guy yeah. it's from Compton, California. He got out of there, um, and not that Compton is what we used to, what we thought it or known it to be. He went to Stanford and graduated. Uh, I think he might be working on his master's if he don't have it already. Uh, and he gets to play a major sport, and he plays it at a high level. Like, it's okay to say you're the greatest. Because in your mind, you probably think you are. But why would you take shots at Patrick Peterson, Joe Hayden, uh, Antonio Cremonte, uh, Revis? Well, you think you... You think you better than all of them? You just as good as all those guys. Uh, now, the only one who can really say that, the last person who could really have said that was Deion Sanders, who could really have said he's the greatest yeah. at his position. Now, before Deion, there was other guys who could have said that. Now, maybe this is Richard Sherman time. He think he is, but I don't see throwing shots at another defense. Well, Deion, Deion was a bad man. Deion would tell you, look, I'm better than anybody in my position. In your position yeah, to yeah. the receiver, like yeah. I could go play your position. The next possession, he was. Uh, <laughs> I, I watched Dion. I watched him man. live. I watched this guy playing against him. And by the way, I put him out for eight weeks. So damn, why would you do that? It's prime time. It was luck. It was no time. It was luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hit him. He was. Uh, he was. What was he was. Re- what was I doing? Was, was, I, was I returning punts? He was returning. He was. He was returning punts. He was just out there loose cannon, boy. No, nah, I was, I was, no, nah, I was, I was, I was older. I was older. I knew what I was doing. Uh, and I, don't, I don't think it was luck, but he he was returning punts, uh, and I think uh, I messed up his ankle or his foot or something like that. And then he didn't. He was out to, for eight weeks, and then he came back when we played them in the playoffs. But he was out for eight weeks, so he was not yeah. Deion Sanders. Um, but no, nah, that's my story. But anyway, Deion Sanders. Yeah, I watched this guy. I watched him tell receivers how to beat him. Like, he would say, if you would have done this, you would have had me. Like, I watched him do that right. uh, later on in his career. But, and that's one of the guys. That's, a, that's a, the greatest corner 
who helping other guys, who uplifting other guys, and knowing that I'm good, that I can cover you every weekend and still be successful against you, mm-hmm. but I can show you how to get better. Yeah. That's Dion. And also, you got to look at Patrick Peterson and, and Richard Sherman, and you look at Joe Hayden, because I think Joe Hayden, didn't he just get a contract? Yeah. But, but I think before that, immediately, immediately before that, they were all talking. So this could be, this could be a plan or a, for each other, because Richard Sherman said, I got mine, so let me take a shot at Patrick with Patrick knowing it, and then they just Twitter war, and then the owners see it. You know the owners, there's somebody in each organization that watched every player on their team Twitter account or yeah. whatever they have, whichever account they have. There's somebody in the organization that does that because of social media and where it is today. So maybe say, well, okay, it's time for us to pay. We're going to prove, as the Arizona Cardinals, we're going to prove we have the best corner in the business and we're going to pay them accordingly. We're going to pay them higher than you, Richard Sherman. Yeah. So it's, it's egos. It's also you do got to go out there and play. Well, as a as a defensive back, do you respect what Richard Sherman has done to the <laughs> DB world? To Because you know big marketing uh, positions that you have, quarterback, receivers, and now defensive backs. As of in, in today's world, do you is that like an amount? Do you throw respect towards Sherman? Like, hey, thanks for thanks for getting us up there now with the with the talks of a quarterback, with the talks of a running back. Yeah, but I don't think he did that. Yeah, I don't. I think um, I know Dion was the originator. But and then Revis had a nice contract. Yeah, Revis had a nice Reeves contract. Revis didn't say nothing. He would. He no. He didn't talk. Yeah. Revis just showed up and did his job. Exactly. Revis showed up and did his job. Now he will trash talk if you say something to yeah, him. Yeah, he said Revis Island. I ain't yeah. never heard of anybody's island besides Revis. Yeah. Now, <laughs> if bringing that money into the play, that money has to come. That money could come anywhere. I think. Um, shoot, there's a lot of corner. According to the time, there was people getting. Now the TV money is up, revenues revenues are up. Mm-hmm. R- Richard Sherman is getting what he got because time has passed. It's 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 now it's more money in the game because there's some other corners before him that got high contracts because of what the time was because of when they played. They were considered high contracts. Um, no, I I'm not I'm not saying what he did is a bad thing because if, if that's the goal. That's a great thing, and you putting that light on that cornerback spot, and and knowing that I got to go against a Megatron, uh, Johnson, yeah. uh, Andre Johnson. I got to go against some of these um, better receivers in the game, like outstanding. You look at these guys, and they's like, I can't stop this guy. Yeah. Well, let me put uh, Richard Sherman on him. Yeah. No, I, I, if that's the plan and the goal, no, nah, he's the, he's doing a great marketing job, and yeah. you got to market yourself because everybody. They didn't like uh, Chad Johnson, who who made his first catch in a Canadian football <laughs> league last week, and, and you and, and I talked to somebody who know Chad. He said, and he had a game uh, last week up in Canada, and he said, uh, <laughs> and I don't know why he said this. I thought he just thought he was above Canada, but now he found himself in Canada. He said, "Man, these guys up here can really play. Yeah, they can play, and I think the defensive backs can be just as they are better up there because the field is wider." And they have to cover these guys down. And how you cover a guy who can run full speed at you like like um like arena football? How you cover that guy? I know you, you can't as easily. No, it's difficult. Yeah, if you, it's easier if you cause of the feel, he can only go so far. Mm-hmm. What's the feel about seventy yards or something like that? Yeah. You can he can only go so far. But, you know, Chad Johnson's just he in awe about he's the skilled guys up there play just as if not better than the guys in the NFL. And I always say the NFL, half of the guys 
about about a quarter, a little bit more than a quarter of those guys can't, they shouldn't even be in the league. They go to a certain school, certain time, it's mm-hmm. timing. Um, and who knows, maybe my time in the NFL was timing. I came in at the right time. Um, but some of these guys just there for a whole different reason. So Richard Sherman, uh, if that was his goal, if that was his goal, then that's a great marketing because it's all about marketing anyway. Yeah, I think he done a great job with that. Yeah. That's another thing I was going to go along and say with because now you got the defensive backs as a household name. Now you watch college football and high school, these top high school prospects, you're looking at, well, for me, you know, uh, these guys are household names now, household position that you, hey, if you're going to talk about Peyton Manning, you're going to have to talk about Richard Sherman. You're going to talk about Drew Brees, you're going to have to talk about Patrick Peterson. Right. You know, like, so I think he's done a great job with that uh, building the defensive back name. Because it used to be receivers. It used to be receiver, but now you look at, heck, a DB is more important than a receiver nowadays. You can go and find a receiver. You can't go and find a, you know, defensive back that was going to, it's not as easy. And because you're you're 100% right. Because when the offensive lineman got paid, the defensive lineman had to get paid as long as well. Exactly. You paying this guy to protect the quarterback? Well, you got to pay me to get to him. Yeah. 888-346-9144. 888-346-9144. We're going to take a quick break, and I promise you we're going to talk some LeBron James. Cromwell Sports Talk. Didn't really share. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. On the Voice America Sports Channel, the talk doesn't get any hotter. Welcome back. Come on, Sports Talk. Got a little Knight Rider. Yeah. What, what was his name? Not, not, uh... I can't think of his name. What was it? Knight Rider. Michael Knight. And I used to, and, uh, yeah, Knight Rider, Michael Knight. I used to watch that show all the time. That never, c- never, never watched it. Never heard of it. Well, how you know it was Michael Knight? I didn't know it was Michael Knight. I just guessed. It is Michael Knight. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kevin did. Kevin, Kevin got it. Oh, Kevin sent it to you? Yeah. No, Kevin just, Kevin announced it. Well, Kevin knew. I know who it, I know. He knew that I knew. 
Yeah, he knew this, you know. <laughs> oh, he must have put it in your ear, not my ear. Um, yeah, Michael Knight, man, that's that's that is the show right there. And I'm so intrigued with that car. I think what was it a Trans Am? Uh, yeah, I think it was a Trans Am. What's that? Yeah, I think it was. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four is the number if you want to join the show. <laughs> we are live. That yeah, I think it was Michael Knight, but that car was Kit. Kit was oh, that, I think it was a Trans Am. He can do it all. Yeah. yeah no, the great show. That's why I, I, that music right there. You can play. Oh, it was I Rock. I rock. I rock Z, you remember you I know you don't remember that. No, I don't. Kevin Kevin said it was a I rock Z. Oh, he don't know. He guessing. <laughs> it's, it's a tra- <laughs> it's, I rock, Trans Am, they was all the same. You cannot distinguish but the Corvette was something different. And you don't know your car, so I know a Corvette. Yeah, you don't know the Corvette. I don't cor- know, you, I don't know you, I rock. No, you know a Corvette. You don't know the Corvette. What's the Corvette? Back in the day, you weren't even born when them Corvettes was out. When you born in 78? 78? <laughs> Where you born, 80? Come on, man. Where you for real? I'm young. I'm, so I'm you born young. in 92? No, nah, I'm older than that. I'm 90. <laughs> the big 9 0. You know what's going on that year? What? You don't know what's going on that year. You born in 90. Man, he born in 90. What? What was you doing in ninety? In ninety, working out. I was in co- I was in college. <laughs> okay. I was in college working you, out. You were just yeah working, working out. out. You just <laughs> you were just born. I'm getting in college. That's cool. What's that say about you? Transit. That says uh. Let me get these. <laughs> I gotta get these young guys away from me. Oh, uh, he just here's uh, here's here's what here's what Kit was. Kit was a trans. Didn't I say that? Yeah, you said Trans Am. Yeah, you said that. See, I, yeah. No, uh, Kevin just checked it out. Trans Am. That was a bad car. 1982 Trans Am. Firebird Trans Am. See, I'm getting all this information from Kevin Gassman. <laughs> Firebird Trans Am. All right. We was going to talk about some LeBron. You know, wait a minute. Let's. I, I, I got something in the mail yesterday. And I, know, I don't know if to be mad about it because I know I was... I might have been wrong, mm-hmm. but they flashed me, man. I got a ticket in the mail. I got my picture, my card. They got me four pictures on one sheet of paper. <laughs> four pictures. I haven't had a ticket in so long. The police stopped me <laughs> all the time, but they let me go. Yeah. But now the damn the dag on cameras got me. The cameras got me in Fountain Hills. I was on Shea Boulevard, and I knew when it happened, but I just thought it was another car. You just thought it wasn't you. I thought it, it wasn't couldn't me. be couldn't, you, huh? Yeah, it could have been me, but I thought I was hoping it. Maybe I was hoping it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, but that picture is cold. That picture cold blooded. I'm gonna keep that picture. I gotta I'm, see I'm, it. I'm, I gotta see it. Cause I heard about I heard about the cameras out here in Phoenix where they catching cars left and right. Well, that's, that's some uh, other countries make that stuff and put it in our country. Um, that's what I don't know. That's what I don't like about. Yeah, well, they didn't, they didn't that's what I don't like about Indiana. foreign stuff. Like I, I gotta change my vehicles up because I, you need to start buying American. <laughs> Let me see if I can find that uh, picture. I think I took a picture of it in fact. But yeah, that stuff is crazy, man. That, the picture cold. I'm gonna ask them to send me the real copy of it. So where did they get the picture? Of? Just just the back of the car, or like <sighs> no, man. everything that you're doing in it, yeah, like everything. like you looking back at the light, or like oops, I, I'm I'm doing the most. <laughs> I'm doing the most right there. Take a look. We got footage. Yeah. We, I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm on the phone and everything. He's doing it. It's that night. But I'm, yeah. On the phone. I'm not texting, though. I'm just he texting and driving. No, I'm not. I'm, uh, He's taking a selfie and driving. That's, no, that's great. A, man, that ain't He's no taking selfie. a selfie they and got, driving. He got caught. But they got me coming, going, and going 
and coming again. They got all the flashes. See, I don't talk on the phone. I don't put the phone in my ear. I talk through the speaker. He takes selfies. I was at Fountain Hills playing at the go- uh, playing golf, and I end up, man, I didn't leave this about nine o'clock. <laughs> nine o'clock, I was over there. Good old Fountain Hills, uh, Fire Rock Country Club. Just a couple of buddies was hanging out, man. It was it was a good time. Best wine I ever had was over there. Where is that at? Uh, on Fountain Hills. Shea, go. uh, in Fountain Hills, but uh, Shea and uh. Like if you know what the B line is, so you you knew in town, so yeah, I don't know too much about the B line, so. Kamala Anthony opted out. That was the story yesterday, um, and maybe the story we were talking about was that he may go to Chicago. Oh, that would be a better fit. But we also talked about uh, where LeBron James would go, and I say Cleveland don't deserve him. He opted out. It's not a big deal that he opted out because he could still get max numbers. But we even talk about the money he makes. Make off the court, uh, so it's not. It, is it or is it not a big deal that when he goes somewhere else, he only make ninety two million as opposed to one hundred twenty seven million? Um, that's a lot of money. Um, yeah. Either way, it's a lot of money, or it's a lot of money that you left on the table. But he's always like like Dwayne Wade. I don't know if Dwayne Wade did so much of this. Like Dwayne Wade, he took a pay cut just to get Bosh and and uh, LeBron James to Miami. So. He opted out. Oh, he's planning to opt out in his uh, Miami deal for this this year's uh, 2015. And it's not a big deal. I, I know LeBron James. I mean, I'm um, sorry, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh haven't opted out yet. I think if he's op- if he opted out, Dwayne Wade, then they can restructure his contract and maybe those guys talked again because if Bosh and Dwayne Wade opt out, then you have to restructure the contract. Yeah. They don't get that 121 million that they're getting now. Uh, what is it, 25, 24 something million a year? Then you have to restructure their contract, and maybe you do that for a two year deal, and you get them a little bit more, but you still have some money to bring in another somebody that'll get you into the finals again. And that's what all of this is about. With LeBron opting out two weeks before the deadline, just to give uh, Miami the sense of yeah. you know what, it's it's time for us to get the help because we've seen what San Antonio. Has done. We've seen what the Western, what the level of the Western Conference is on. We need to bring some help. And, to and that's Miami. and that's a good point because you got two weeks to do it. Now, if you want, if you about your business, Miami Heat front office, if yeah. you about your business, LeBron gave you two weeks. See, he didn't give. Uh, well, he gave Cleveland t- uh, two years or a year. He gave Cleveland a year or two because you saw how he looked at the uh, playoffs and like, get me some help, please. Yeah. Then you saw him in the finals where they got. What they won? One game or they they get swept? They got swept against the Spurs. Get me some help. You think I'm gonna do this? Spurs, yeah, the Spurs beat them twice in the final. God. Yeah, that's he got them once. But the Spurs are the Spurs. They are who they are. They're gonna find a way to get there. Nobody's gonna talk about them all year, except <laughs> when you talk about the best record. Then you're gonna like, well, they just playing that's the way they play basketball. We'll beat them. Right. Until you get in the playoff, they turn it up a notch. And you may you said something interesting. <laughs> it was actually funny. Kamala Anthony's like, wait a minute. I thought Chicago wanted me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carmelo, he's, he's, he, he had to uh, he had to go. He, he's probably looking for a ticket right now to go straight to Chicago. Chicago would have flew him out there. He, he, yeah, well, they, well they this time, t- now he's searching for a ticket. He's on Expedia mm. because that ticket just got pulled back probably, you know, sending it to Miami or something, wherever the Bahamas, wherever LeBron is at right now. He um, well, he think. I think LeBron opting out gives the uh, one of the things we just talked about was give Miami a chance and also 
see who they can bring in and say, okay, we got this cap space open up now. Now we got to see what Le- uh, Bosch and Dwayne Wade going to do. Yeah. Now, I think Dwayne will opt out, but I think that's a front office conversation they'll have to have with him. Now, if you don't have a conversation with Dwayne, then you can't Pat Riley say, well, I just don't see him opting out his contract. He's a he's a Miami Heat for life. Well, you better have that conversation with him, and he probably is a Miami Heat for life, but you have to restructure his deal. Now, in this restructuring, you got to say, well, you always got a job in the front office. Mm-hmm. You always play a manager. Um well, you're in the player marketing part of, of what we do. Whenever you decide to retire, you are in Miami Heat for life. This contract, this next contract might not say that. I mean, it's going to be a lot of money, but it might not say you paid as the LeBron James or the Carmelo Anthony. But you do have you do have three world championships. You've been to the finals four or five times, five times. You have three. Then not a lot of people gonna say that, and you have a lifelong job here at Miami. He has three championships and five appearances. Gold medal. Gold medal. Several All Star appearances. The oh. face, the face of put Miami on the map, mm-hmm. basically in basketball. I mean, and like you, like we were saying earlier about Kobe Bryant, he got paid for what he has done to the organization. Dwayne Wade is, you know, he's looking at that same aspect of, you know, what it's time. I'm, I'm probably at the end of my years. So I think he's going to fall into opting out because he wants that secure contract now. Yeah. That security, like, okay, thanks for what you've done here. This is, I mean, that's the, Kobe set the tone with L.A. The way, I mean, he probably not going to want as much money or get as much, but he's, he wants to structure secure the contract I for would, him to stay. I will give him a, a lot of years um, that he don't have to honor if I'm the organization. Uh, but in Dwayne Wade's mind, I, I'm like, if I can get in his head right now, <laughs> he has two more Dwayne Wade years that he think he can play years, and then he has another year after that that he know he can't play, that he know he's still in. So I would give him a good, nice four-year deal that I know he he's not going to honor, but the con- the contract going to be guaranteed if he decides to shut it down or where maybe we can get a little bit back when when we sign other guys down the road. Yeah. But these next, these next two to four years and Dwayne Wade uh, years, Will be that you probably get two more championships if we can bring somebody else in. So I don't, I don't. Um, it is going to come down to Chris Bosh. Chris, yeah. Do he want to play with the the greatest and a couple of Hall of Fame? And he, in his own right, might be a Hall of Famer at the end of the day. He may be. But he do I want to? Do I want to play? Do I want to get more rings, or do I want to go somewhere else and play for money now? Because I don't see Chris Bosh going anywhere else and getting another, unless he played with Kobe, getting another ring. If he, you're not gonna shoot them jumpers. You can go. To, you can go to L.A. Chris <laughs> Bosh, or you can go to Dallas Mavericks, and you might have a chance. But Chris Bosh does look like he could play for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, I can see him in the Spurs. He looked like setting. he could play for the San Antonio Spurs, but that's that's a. Um, that's all predicated on what they do with their contract if they're going to opt out, and they have another week and a half to opt out. I think they all will opt out. I don't. I don't see Bosch. I think he'll stay into his contract for that one more season, and then next summer maybe opt it out. But um, so he gonna play for the money. He he like I don't have to. I got my rings. I got my two rings. I mean, he basically already said he was gonna stay, so he didn't say anything about no free out. agency or anything. So he's he was one of the first ones to say he was. Yeah, gonna stay. exactly. So I mean, but like at the end of the day, it's like all this is gonna predicate what LeBron James is gonna do what about a, LeBron James' future. Well, the NBA draft is Thursday, and I might find me a nice little 
bar, uh, <laughs> wine bar, to sit and watch that. I mean, because I really want to see this. Is this draft is has a lot of depth to it. There's yeah. a lot of, as always, a lot of underclassmen. But even the, even the senior guys, uh, junior the senior guys, are coming out are pretty good. Uh, yeah. We watched Marcus Smart stay in school another year. He could have been a first round lottery uh, last year. I mean, two years ago. After his freshman year at Oklahoma no, State. Was, yeah, last year. Last year, he, he could have came out after. Yeah, he, last he year's a sophomore. Yeah. Yep. He's a sophomore now, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was a freshman. He could have came out his freshman year. Yeah. Uh, but he, he felt that he had, he felt from listening to his conversation, obligated to how he left out in the playoff, the, the, uh, the tournament, mm-hmm. his freshman year. I want to come back because I can do better. He didn't do that much better. Uh, but I don't think his stock went down any. Yeah. No, it, it didn't fall at all. But he also mentioned, you know, he had he had he had character issues, which he, he got character issues. Yeah, because he. I mean, he, it, he it, it, even, it even got worse when he had an incident during the season. But that, beforehand, I, then that incident, that was that. I don't. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if I don't do the same thing. Oh, I probably. I, and I yeah, don't have character. I probably issues. do the same thing. I don't have I, character. I issues. probably would have. I probably would have gotten the guy's face. I yeah. don't know about basically shoving him. Mm-hmm. Somebody would probably had to pull me back though. No, I would have shoved him. I would have did something. I'm telling you, I would have done something. I'm like, because I'm not from that cloth. I'm not from the that ignorant talk. Yeah. I'm not, you like, you're not just going. Especially not, when you fall in the stands yeah. and get that close. Hey, tough guy, you wouldn't have said this to me outside of this arena. Right now, you you braze out here because you're on national TV, and the only punishment that guy. Got was now Marcus had to sit out some games, messing up his stock. Mm-hmm. Now, the only punishment that guy got, that fan got, was he can excuse himself. Nobody excused him. He just said, well, I'm gonna stay away from, I think it was Texas, Texas, Texas A&M, Texas Tech. Yeah, I'm gonna stay away from Texas Tech because I don't want to be a distraction to when I come to the game. And then next year, I guarantee he get applause when he come back to the ring. Definitely, I guarantee it. He get an applause when he come back. Oh, it will be mentioned next year when Texas Tech plays somebody on national TV that he's back in the arena. But he was able to excuse himself. So I know if it's true, though, if it's true what Marcus said he said to him, then I know I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you just can't be that brave if when you got when you got a, thousands of people behind you, but you're not brave all of a sudden. You got to be the same person all the time, yeah. in my opinion. You just got to be the same person. You're going to say what you're going to say, say it now. Or say it when you get out the arena. You can't get that 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 courage juice and you when you're on national TV. But on the Marcus Smart front, I don't think he hurt his draft. I think he just felt some loyalty to his university, Oklahoma State. He's coming out now, and which was well deserved, because he did have a couple of other character issues, and I hope he gets those out because when you come to the league, you, you better hope you go to a team with some veterans. That's gonna straighten you out real quick. That's gonna teach you this game and how to go about your business. Because if you go somewhere with a young team, he's gonna always have that frustration of not winning or feeling like he's done so much that nothing's no one's doing in return. And then he's gonna act out again. So we we'll see. Yeah. Now look at look at this. Derrick Rose at the one. Dwayne Wade at the two. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony at the three. <laughs> um, wait, Carmelo go two and three because I need the ball in his hands. Well, I, I still get the ball in his hands. Um, Joe Kim Noah at the five and whomever they have over there 
in Chicago right now. Keep Taj Gibson. Keep, yeah, at Josh Gibson at the four. Taj Gibson Taj at the four. At the four. You you know what? They probably lose two games. <laughs> <laughs> now they won't lose any more than uh, ten games. Wow. They won't lose any more than ten games. Probably it, not. But you know what? They won't have with all those guys on that team. That'll never happen. But that's a fantasy draft. Anything happen these days? Yeah, but with all those guys on the team, they won't have a bench. You're right. Yeah, they, they won't have a bench. They, and you, that's the thing about putting these big, these big three, big big four teams together. You don't have a you don't have the money to afford a bench. You can't you can't find a Jamal Crawford. You can't exactly. find a guy off the bench who's going to come out and heat you up. You can't find that Vinny Microwave. You can't find a you can't find guys who probably can start on other teams coming off the bench. San Antonio Spurs got they got about two guys that can start on a. Any other team, and Dr. Ginobili, yeah. um, they got Green. Oh, well, not Green, but uh, what was the uh, he, he he caught fire in the last two games? Uh, Patty Mills. Patty Mills probably can go start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, not not a great team, but Milwaukee, something like that. But yeah. but you got to have a bench. You can't have five All Stars. You can, but you, it's not going to do you any service when you oh. when you need a break before the half or you need a break. Going into the third quarter or going into the fourth quarter, and you got to make a run. You're not gonna have those guys. You're not gonna have a bench, especially if your starter has knee problems like Dwayne Wade. Right, and you got to yeah. It's not gonna benefit you the whole season because then you got to put in a shooting guard behind him, but play a, half the season. At some point, Dwayne Wade might want to be the sixth man of the year. He, he's not there yet, though. He, he doesn't not, no. want to do that. I, he doesn't understand I, that. Hey, if I go, well, he probably does understand. Don't get me wrong. Uh, not throwing any heat at Dwayne, but I think he should opt into being a six man in two years. I don't, I don't see why not. Like I can say, I'll see him doing it this coming up season. That, he'll still be an all star. Yeah, he'll be. A, you'll get more games under your belt. He'll be an all star, just like, um, just like the, we had those two all stars who didn't play all year and um, and and Houston. Uh, uh, Yao Ming and oh right right Yao Ming didn't play all year. He was all star. He been Tracy McGrady and Tracy McGrady. Yeah. They didn't play. They didn't touch the basketball court all year and made the All Star. But Tracy McGrady made it because he was teammates with Yao Ming. Yao Ming made it because the voting in China, where they got <laughs> so many people that just voted, they want to see their. I, yeah. I believe that. I'm not. That's not. A, I'm not trying to be funny, but I mean, you throw saw that his game a little bit. He was. He was, the, he was the best center in the West, wasn't he? He wasn't at on the, the time. He wasn't on the court. You're right. He wasn't on the court. So how you make the All Star team? That's why this All Star stuff is a joke. That's why they only they. They elect these guys to the All Star, maybe hoping they opt out to and let the whoever they pick second to come. But it's for TV purposes. You, I want to see a Tracy McGrady who's out there pitching somewhere. I want to see a y'all mean <laughs> y'all mean again. But I, I say in two years, Dwayne Wade will probably make it because of that because he's Dwayne Wade, uh, and you, you're still on a team with LeBron James, so you still get to see Dwayne Wade yeah. at a high level. But in two years, I say, after two years, I say he could put another trophy under his belt, being the best sixth man of the year. He can he can get that he can come off the bench and get you um play still play some good defense, not great, but good defense. Uh get you fifteen points a game, hit a hit a couple big shots a game yeah. from the bench, and that's sixth man of the year. Like a Paul Pierce. I mean, Paul Pierce tried to take that structure in Brooklyn, but then they he had, ended up starting. They had to play him. Yeah, they had to. <laughs> they had to play him. They got rid of Jason Terry, so they had to play yeah. him. Which was, I wonder what Jason Terry is. He going to play again? No, I doubt it. He's, I think the Jet is done. He used to light it up. 
Yeah, he did in Atlanta. He, yeah. When he was in Atlanta, that's when he got started. In Dallas, he just took yeah. it to a whole nother level. He was he opted into the six man role though. He started in Atlanta and then he went to the six man in Dallas. Because some coach said, Jason, <laughs> we, we know how good you are. We know who you are. Uh, but on this team, we will have to delegate you to the six man. But here's here's what's going to happen. You gonna be you gonna get a lot of minutes. You gonna get a lot of great minutes, and it's gonna be. Under your control, whether you get that sixth man of the year, because we're gonna give you the opportunity to be the sixth man of the year. Yeah. So if Dwayne Wade, you don't have to tell Dwayne Wade that. You say, Dwayne, here's our starters. Here's what here's what we're gonna do. And I'm the I'm the GM right now. I'm the head coach and the GM. And I'm I'm Pat Riley and Eric Sposa. Eric Sposa, he's gonna ignore. But Pat Riley, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm talking to you. I'm saying, we appreciate everything you did from there. As soon as he said that, he gonna uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate everything you did for us. Uh-oh. You don't have to worry too much because your contract guaranteed. Uh, and I'm just saying that. Not, I'm not Pat Riley. Now I'm, <laughs> now I'm back to Pat Riley. Now you're Pat Riley. Uh, but um, we're going to need you to come off the bench. <laughs> we're going to need you to come off the bench. And, and don't worry. He ain't going to sugarcoat it? He's just going to be straight up like that? You have to be. That's yes. the Wayne Wade and Pat Riley. You can, why would you beat around the bush? We're going to need you to come off the bench uh, because, you know, you know what you're going to do? You're going to get the same minutes you play. You missed 38 games. You missed about 40 games last year. And, and in the two years, and, and in, within the next two years, before we delegate you to the sixth man or maybe next year or a year after, you're probably going to miss 80 games in, those, in that time span. Yeah. But you're going to get the same amount of minutes you, you've been getting, but they're just going to be off the bench. And we're going to need that spark for you because – we still think you're Dwayne Wade, but we still need you to come off the bench. We need somebody to come off the bench like a um, um, Manu Ginobili. Yeah. And I'm not saying you're Manu Ginobili. Now I'm sugarcoating. Now I'm not saying you're <laughs> Manu Ginobili. I'm just saying you are Dwayne Wade. Everybody know who that guy is. We need that guy to come off the bench. That's where it starts, building your bench. That's what LeBron, that's all LeBron wants. He's seen it in San Antonio the past two seasons. He's like, yo, these guys are loaded. Yeah, like, I did all I can against your starters. I beat your starters, but your bench came in and beat us yeah. because your starters came back and got a rep. They exactly. was rested. So he, so if you, when you see that, when you see, and, and, and that's the reason why he left Cleveland, one of the reasons. Yeah. Because they didn't have a bench. It was the one, you had a young guy, a young 20-year-old 20, 20 taking me to the finals. And you decide, oh, we making money because we going to the finals. We in the playoffs. <laughs> but you're not winning. What do you think that does to the player who's not winning? It makes them want to go. <sighs> you know. think he's going to go west? You think any LeBron? teams out west can LeBron? pick up LeBron? Like Le the Clippers? LeBron's not going anywhere. LeBron's going to be a Miami Heat. Dwayne Wade going to have to opt out so we can get some more money. So they can get <laughs> some more money. LeBron doesn't have to get a max deal. and he still No, can he get, doesn't. He can get that $92 million for two for three years. For four years, for three years, I should say. Because he'll be 30, 31 when it's all over with. He's still going to be LeBron James, barring any injuries. He can get that. He can get a lot of money because he's making a lot of money off the court. Now, that's not to say he don't want to make it doing his profession, playing basketball. Yeah. But I don't think LeBron going away. I think the, one, the Bosch is going to keep his money because he's not a superstar anywhere else but in Miami and Toronto. Dwayne Wade is going to opt out and make some room, cap room, and they're going to find a way to get somebody yeah. Unfortunately, we got to go. Well, it all starts now. It all begins. It is Tuesday. We're going to take tomorrow off. Demar Lee Shea, um, Alex Clancy, we missed him today. So he, I think he had to work. Yeah. He had some working. Something like that. So, yeah. 
But Thursday, we're going to talk about a little bit of the NBA draft that's coming up. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. We'll see you guys Thursday morning. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.